You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop, the show that's a little bit of everything with a K-Pop twist. Visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com for more information about the show. That's 17-C-A-R-A-T-K-P-O-P.weebly.com. Enjoy the show! You need to know about Monster X if you have no idea who they are is, first of all, the group has seven members. Uh, Hyunwon, I am, Shonu, Wanho, Minhyuk, Kihyun, and I am. And did I say I am twice? Anyway, and Juhan, Juhani. He he changed his stage name to Juhani instead of Juhan, which is totally the cutest thing ever. And they've been around since 2015. They formed from a reality show called No Mercy. And if you're into like American Idol style shows, it's actually it's very interesting. So I recommend it if you uh, enter into um, that kind of show, but it is like American Idol times a thousand. It is brutal. Those judges are all Simon Cowell's. They are all like, there's no dodging the question. Like if they have a bad performance, there's no dodging it and being like, oh, I like your shoes. They'll, they'll flat out be like, your voice sucked tonight. So if you like that kind of, you know, bluntness, <laughs> you could check it out. It's in Korean, but there are English subtitles. So yeah, anyway, it was called No Mercy and they formed from that, although Juhan and IM were both actually part of bands before uh, they joined the other Starship Entertainment group. So uh, they've been obviously at this for a long time. Actually, Shonu was training to join GOT7, so he was wor- going to work for one of the big companies or work in JYP, um, but he ended up moving to Starship. And you could see why if you check out his audition, he performed All of Me by John Legend, and it is everything. So... Um, it was also really, it's a really suspenseful show, especially towards the end, because spoiler alert, I am showed up later. So like they just, a lot of K-pop groups as they're being formed, someone, the recruiter tries to find at least one English speaker to help them promote overseas. And they didn't have a fluent English speaker. So he brought in, I am who's from Boston and it was, it's such a tense episode, though, because you could tell the six other members there that were already picked are just like, who is this new guy? He's like, you know, because he's so lucky. He just like, that's how they're viewing it. Like, he just dropped in. Like, we've been dealing with all of this for weeks, and he's just like already advanced to this round automatically because we need a seventh member. But it all, it all works out in the end, obviously. So, and now we can't imagine the group without him. So, they, de- they uh, debuted officially May 14th of 2015. Uh, that year, they dropped Trespass, the EP, and then the EP called Rush. And then 2016, they dropped a two-part EP thing. So the first part was Clan, the Clan Part 1, which is called Lost. And then the Clan Part 2 came out, which is called Guilty. And then they had, like, a final part of this Clan trilogy that was took the form of their first full-length album in 2017 on March 21st. And then November 7th of that same year, they dropped uh, The Code, and that was actually, 2017 was the year that they got their very first win for one of those live K-pop music shows that airs every week. It's like a K-pop concert for for nighttime TV. Um, They won for the first time, first place, November 14th, 2017. They beat Block B and EXID, which is incredibly iconic. And if you don't know who those acts are, you probably don't get the magnitude of that moment, but it was huge. And so they beat up some some other K-pop classics, so that's awesome. 2018 was a huge year for them. In March, March 26, 2018, um, they released The Connect, which hit number two on the Billboard World Albums chart, which is huge. Uh, Juhani released a mixtape and music video that year. 
um, they released the Are You There, an album, a full-length album called Are You There on October 22nd of that year. Shonu got a feature with this London band called Prep. So yeah, it was a huge year for them breaking uh, into, you know, getting fame in other countries. They went on a world tour. They were the first K-pop act to join the Jingle Ball lineup, which is like a radio show uh, hosted concert event every holiday season. Uh, they won four wins with one of their latest singles. It was a huge year for them. And 2019 so far has been even bigger. So they released the follow-up to Are You There, which is called We Are Here. That came out February 18th. And then about a week later, they signed to Epic Records. So they still work in a, like with a Korean record label. But while they're doing USA promotions, they also have a USA record label, which is Epic, which has signed a ton of huge Western artists. So that's a really big deal for them. And then Hyunwon actually has gotten a lot of uh, chances to show off his DJing skills because that's like his other passion. And so he has he performed at this uh, Ultra Music Festival. It's in Miami. It's for EDM music. And he got his own set there, which is awesome. And they uh, just released October 28th. So this past Monday, the latest EP, which is called Follow, Find You, with the two singles one one is called one single is follow and one single is find you so and the reason why i really am just such a hardcore fan of them overall i think it comes down to well obviously they're likable people and i grew already like emotionally attached to them because i watched them from the very beginning of that reality show but also it's uh because they really are doing something different and their sound is different they have their own vibe which i think is really cool when you find an artist who is so unique that it's almost like their own genre like monster x is a genre it's not like i can like when if someone asks what their music sounds like i mean the best i can say is that it blends funny quirky sound effects with raps with uh because i love when i love when i am and juhani go back and forth rapping that's awesome with high notes uh mixed with like techno tunes and it's like a a meshing of like electronic and pop music and all these other elements in there they're just have really fun intense high energy musics and some ballads but we'll get to that later so don't don't worry if you don't like the fast-paced stuff there's more so that's just a little kind of preview of who they are and what they are all about and now i'm going to transition to talking about the music video storyline that they have going on and so it'll be like a refresher for fans Um, who just watched the latest video and want to remember like all the easter eggs that were hidden in previous videos and or just like entertainment for someone who's never seen the videos before so the story really starts i uh, for me it's i consider the storyline to officially have started during the all-in music video uh which you as i said more than once already on this show is my favorite song of all time so here's all in the production and the layers to it are just fantastic so it's a great song but also the video is a masterpiece so we're gonna start with start with the best because why not <laughs> and that was all in followed by fighter two of the best songs of all time so now let's get right into it so here's the story line that is in those music videos and there's a lot of symbolism in it a lot of it is um up to interpretation as well so i'm going to save my like actual opinion and analysis toward the end so i'm just going to set the scene and kind of walk through and narrate what happens in those videos and then at the end of the show i will tell you what i think it all means and represents at least for me so anyway so it starts out in the all-in video where they're basically in this town that looks pretty either dystopian or war-torn or both but they're in this city 
that feels very much like they're it's like something happened and they're the only ones there right now so that's how the scene starts um so uh it starts where um so the there are these soldiers that like there's like a group of like I mean, I don't think it's a police squad. I think they are soldiers. But anyway, they're guys in uniform. Are um, They're walking towards uh, the members of Monster X. And so Juhani's character is kind of like taunting them like, oh, you're, re- you're really going to try to like attack us right now. And then Hyunwan shows up and he gives this blue flower to one of the soldiers and walks away. And then, um, so then uh, it moves to a scene where uh, Ming Hyuk and and Hyunwan are kind of are in this in this like corner. I think they're still in the alley, but anyway, they're in this corner. It's just the two of them, and he um, he like eventually encourages Hyunwan to take off the mask so we could see what happened. And it turns out that uh, something happened because Hyunwan's face is super bruised and bloody, and uh, and so then there's a. Uh, Let's see what happened after that. Well, then Shonu was uh, so while that's happening, there are like a couple storylines in this one video. So while um, Ming Hyuk is figuring out what's wrong with Hyunwan, Shonu is in this hospital room by the side of this old man in a bed, uh, and we don't know who he is yet, but Shonu's there visiting him. Um, then you we uh, you know the screen flips to the alley where Juhani hands over a bag full of something, and we don't know what it is, but he hands the bag over to Shonu, and they run out of there. So they just like snuck down the alley and he tossed Shonu a bag. And then we move to a scene where they are surrounded by this fire and it's dark out and they're like, it's, it's, um, it's like a whole witchery kind of thing. Like they are like making potions and stuff. It's a whole thing. I don't have time to get into it, but eventually though, they, uh, you get this other view of them from the other side of where the fire was. And it looks like this whole building is now on fire. I'm assuming it's stirred from that fire, but they don't clarify that. Anyway, so then Shonu the next day goes back to the hospital and realizes the hospital bed is empty now. So he the that man isn't there anymore. So he leaves a blue flower in his place, and then there is um then um in the there's like a flash of this burning pile of money. So like a flash, like a five second little like thing that we'll get back to later. But that's important to keep in mind. Um, there are also, there are some other flashes of things happening, like Kihyun is suddenly limping, and we don't know why he's limping, and, uh, then, uh, then Shonyu comes across this vial of blue liquid, and while he's drink, so, okay, so Hyunwan is, Hyunwan is now in the next scene, he's in this bathtub, and he looks practically unconscious, and so this, at the, while Shonyu is drinking the blue liquid, Minhyuk is pouring it into the bathtub, and, uh, then he, uh, then Minghyuk gets in there with Hyunwan, and they, it's 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 very Romeo and Juliet esque of an ending, um, if you know what I mean. And uh, so then we then kind of there seemed to be a transition into the fighter video, and in the fighter video, um, Shonu is fighting naturally. He's you know punching walls and stuff. He's in like this boxing ring style room. Wanho is doing like welding and creating this cross. Um, Kihyun is dragging these mysterious bags and we don't know what's in them. Um, Minghyuk is, uh, wait, is visiting Hyunwan, who is now in the hospital. Um, and then all, so there are all these, like, side stories going on. And then the big thing happens when, um, someone comes up behind Kihyun, who was the one that was limping, 
and so he's like out and about on the streets and someone like comes up behind him and like does something pulls a hood or a bag over his eyes something to make him lose his sight um and now they've all got this plan and so the last person to join them for the plan is i am who was in another room playing video games all of these details sound weird but trust me they all tie in together at the end so anyway so i was playing video games but he stops to go over to them and then um everyone except ming hyuk and hyun and uh hyun Wan, who are in the hospital everyone else is gathered in this garage and they start this plan so they're pouring all of this blue liquid into this machine to make it work and they also got to play video games from the other end to make it work it makes a lot more sense i guess with the visual but just try to picture it for now and you can watch it later um and uh so anyway so that happens and then um eventually at the end of the long story short at the end of the video everyone is uh like all seven of them are running down the hospital halls and when they open the wide doors at the end of the halls they enter this room that looks like they're walking on air because they're like among the sky the blue skies and the clouds and everything's like happy again so um that's where we left out there but there's still obviously a lot of questions you probably have like what started all of this how do we make sure it doesn't happen again what does any of this mean did someone actually die like a lot of questions well they get back to that story eventually so there are um a few um ways they do that but uh, i'll just play the music the music the songs for the music videos that add to the story in part two is coming up beautiful and the um, the music video for beautiful really the symbolism comes mostly based on the rooms that they're in and the objects that each person has in the room with them so i'm just going to really fast run through what those were and like i said i'll explain all this at the end so so juhani has with him he has a sword and he has this watch okay i am has a bunch of cash around him and a bunch of gold and all of that and he's holding a lit match shonu he sees this blue flower and he's like surrounded in this room full of plants but there's like a blue flower in the center of the room hyunwan is in a room full of sand that he's running through his hands um and minghyuk also is holding a watch and at the end of the video everyone leaves the rooms that they're in and they all walk down that white hall together uh then comes the video for shine forever a song that i played in a previous episode and don't have the time to play again today but shine forever is a big one for the storyline so basically um, in Shine Forever, all seven are on this road trip, um, except that Wanho looks like he missed them, and so he's, like, like missed the car. So he's running behind them to catch up, and then I am somehow ended up in the woods. I don't know. And so when they get, so when they get to this campground, they're, like, they're, like, in an RV, basically. And so when they're at this campground, Hyunwon blindfolds Kihyun, and Kihyun is blindfolded for the rest of the video. If you remember any detail from what I say, remember that Kihyun is blindfolded. So there is, um... There are all these, like, flashback moments that are black and white to this car crash and raining glass and all of this stuff. And so Minghyuk, he's just sitting at the wheel. Everyone else got out, and they're just kind of uh, just setting up camp. But Minghyuk's just, like, at the wheel, and he has that flashback to the car crash. And so when he has the flashback, he he totally, like, cannot... Uh, like, he doesn't pay attention to surroundings at all, so he, he, like, totally mentally checks out. So he doesn't see the Wanho, who was the one running behind them ended up finally finding them and walking like right in front of his path um while this trailer is parked so it's not like he crashed into wanho it's just he didn't see wanho is no longer missing they found him um so then um juhani is asking uh wanho something and they get into this confrontation and he then eventually um 
then Juhani is like charging at Minhyuk. So basically, whenever Wan Wanho says something and we don't know what that is, there are no. It's not like he said something and there were no subtitles. He just literally like said something that is not known. Like music was over it. Anyway, so uh, so Wanho disclosed something and then that made Juhani so mad. He's like running up to fight Minhyuk, the one who was behind the wheel who had the flashback. Um, but then Shonu shows up. And he's be- this part shouldn't be funny, but it kind of is a little. So Shonu shows up, and he's like, break it up, break it up. And he, like, breaks them apart so that no one gets punched. And then he just goes in and punches Minhyuk instead. Like, it was not like, break it up, let's keep the peace. It was just like, break it up, I'll do it. So anyway, so um, then uh, then Minhyuk is left alone. They all kind of left, and you can see that they kind of really beat him up badly. So Minhyuk is just, like, sitting alone, and the others are just not in the screen anymore. And so Kihyun, the blindfolded one, walks back over, and he sits with him and comforts him because no one else will. And so the only one who would comfort Minhyuk is the blindfolded one. Keep that in mind. Um, and at the very, very end of the video, Kihyun's blindfold comes off, but before he can open his eyes, the screen goes black. And so after that video comes the Dramarama video. And for that video... Um, Kihyun is having flashbacks. The one who had the blindfold, he's the one having flashbacks now. Um, to hanging out with Juhani on the beach, um, and just chilling, but suddenly those flashbacks get, like, totally interrupted by another car crash flashback. Um, and then all of a sudden, while Kihyun is having this bad flashback, I really should have mentioned this earlier, sorry, but they're not in the campground anymore for the Dramarama video, so Kihyun is, like, in, like, a booth. It looks like a bo- ticket booth because there's, like, a window slot where you slide stuff. Or maybe it's a mail slot, but he's in, like, a booth. So, anyway, so Kihyun's in this booth, like, just at work or something, and he's getting this flashback. And then, all of a sudden, he sees, he uh, hears a knock on the door and sees someone slide something through that ticket slot, and it's Hyunwon. Um, remember, Hyunwon's the one who was in the hospital and everything and got punched in the beginning and all that. So, but Hyunwon suddenly shows up. And now suddenly it seems like he has all the answers because he slides a watch over to Kihyun and then just walks away. So he just like says here, maybe the watch will help you out. Um, and then Minhyuk has a watch as well. He was at work and came across one. Um, they don't show Hyunwon giving that to him, but you can assume that he also was the one who went there for that. Um, and then you see what it does because Hyunwon with his watch shows that he can, that it, it's basically a time transport like it takes you back in time so uh hyunwon turns the watch and you see like the rain go in reverse and like suddenly like hyunwon's not standing in the rain in the middle of the road suddenly the rain is like leaving and so that's when you kind of figure start to figure out what's going on here in the timeline because there's time travel involved so it messes things up a little but um so anyway so then um there so minghyuk is took the time travel watch and he spun it back to the day they were in that alley where Hyunwon got punched and where the soldiers were and everything and when he's there suddenly the soldiers are after him they're like chasing him in this when he's back at this moment and so I am shows up I am the one who was playing video games and stuff I am shows up and like takes his hand and they like run and so they're running after these cops I guess um and then uh as they're running down these alleys Minhyuk is having flashbacks again but to all these memories they had of little being little kids like running and playing and smiling and actually having a good time through those same alleys but those times are gone now um and then eventually um Minhyuk gets out of there by uh going back by like turn like turning the watch to go back to the coffee shop he worked at or the bus stop nearby or something um but so Kihyun used his watch 
He was the one working the ticket booth. Ki-hyun used his watch to go back in time to the car accident that Juhani was in. So he runs over there to try to, uh, like, prevent it from happening, I guess. And so he sees Hyunwon there, and he has to, like, go up to Hyunwon, the one who gave him the watch, and convince him to use his watch. I don't know why he actually made Hyunwon use his watch. But anyway, he needed help, so he had Hyunwon use his watch to, uh kind of reverse time and stop Juhani from getting in the crash. Um, now, where more of these symbols start coming together is in the next music video, which is for Alligator. It's a song only Monster X could do because it's so funny. And, like, it's, like, a metaphor for, like, getting out of, like, the swamp, like, getting out of, like, the depths of, like, uh, of, like, sin, <laughs> like, I guess. Anyway, so it's, like, actually a deep song, but it is funny, too. It is classic Monster X flair. Um, but also the video is actually pretty serious and has a lot of symbolism in it. So I will get to analyzing that after I play Alligator. Alligator. And so what happened... Well, actually, there was a little bit that happened in the music video before that, but not much. So that's why I skipped the song. But the song that... The single released before that was called Shootout. And in that one... The main scenes that you need to know from that video was that Hyunwan is sitting on this throne. Like, he is, he knows who he is. Um, Kihyun is in this white room that's pretty much empty, except there are some mannequins there. Um, Shonu is sitting in this garage, and he lights a match. Um, and the pack of matches has a label on it that says Wrath. And then IM is in this office room, kind of like the one Kihyun was working in. Um, and so he's using uh, tarot cards in that room, and he lights the cards on fire, and one of the cards says Pride on it. And then comes the alligator video, where there are all these flashes that start the video of text on the walls, um, alleyways, security cameras, all sorts of flashes, and you see Hyunwon in a flash, like, staring through the security cameras. Like, he's really... I think you kind of get what character he's playing in all of this by now. Um, so then they're back in different rooms, which are all symbolic. So, like, Minghyuk's in this room with all these roses, and Ki-hyun is in this room with, like, all these, like, chalkboards and equations, and, you know, words are hidden in there, too. Um, Shonu is in this empty white room, except for mannequins that are there. Um, but then he walks back outside and lights another uh, lights another um, lighter thing, <laughs> um, another match. That's what it's called. He lights another match with the pack that says Wrath across it, um, and you know there are all these other flashes of things happening. And then there's a flash of Hyunwon who's suddenly like outside, standing on this balcony, um, just like looking like again like he's all that. Um, and then he's back in this room full of clocks, and that those are basically the symbols that you need to know about. And so then what just released Monday was the new album with this new single, Find You. And this one I played uh, before on my show, but I'm playing it again because it truly is just so beautiful and great. And I know I'm biased, but honestly. So this in this video, there it does start with like kind of like a car crash flashback and another flashback to all of them laughing and playing video games together. I hope you're picking up on the repeated themes here. Um, so then Hyunwon is just released from the hospital and he's hanging out with all the other members and they're walking down the street um, and then his, Hyunwon's parents come to pick him up and he just waves goodbye and everyone's smiling and everything's great and Hyunwon goes in the car. And then Hyunwon and his parents are in a car crash. And then all you see is like an arm extended out of the car wearing a watch. Keep that in mind. Okay, so then everyone goes to visit Hyunwon back in that same hospital as before 
And then they go back and visit him at his house when he's discharged, and they're all playing video games and laughing, and they're having a good time again. Um, but then Hyomon goes to the bathroom, and he, like, fills up this sink with water, and the minute he submerges his head in it, it's, like, so many flashbacks. So you have all these flashbacks to um, all the scenes from previous music videos. You have, you know, the car crash. You have uh, Minghyo getting punched. You have, uh, you know, Ki-hyun running around, uh, Ki-hyun limping. You have the mysterious black bag. You have fires everywhere. <laughs> you have the weird, like, fire scene where they're, like, making potions or whatever. There's, like, so many, like moments from previous videos that are all meshed together in this one montage um and then um so at the very end of the video there are two really striking images what one is of well so actually so when he went to the yeah so i'll just get so the, at the end of the video um there are two main uh, stills to keep in mind i guess um one is that hyunwan is like fully underwater so like the I mean, obviously, it looks way cooler if you're watching it than me explaining it, but it's, like, an effect where, like, he looks like he just put his head in the water, but then, like, it flashes to a scene where he's, like, submerged in, like, an ocean-sized amount of water. So, anyway, so he's in water, and, like, the watch is, like, floating away from him out of his hands and, like, sinking to the bottom of this body of water he's now in. So the watch is, like, fading away from him. And then the other image is him standing in the middle of the road with the umbrella and the rain that goes in reverse again so something so it's almost like the watch is still working even though he is he's also lost it now what does this all mean well i'll tell you but you gotta you gotta stick around and wait for me to play the song that i just described the music video for so here is find you so um you're probably very very confused <laughs> about where all of this leads so first of all i i have to do a humble brag because when i theorize about music video meanings which is a very common hobby if you're a k-pop fan usually you feel like you're really just grasping at straws and you have no idea and usually i i get things wrong or i really like overthink it um but so i was really not sure about this one but i finally got a theory right and it is so exciting so i was watching i believe it was the alligator video when i first discovered this i suddenly like paid close attention to because the first time you watch a k-pop music video you watch it and you're distracted because you're too excited uh the second time you watch it you watch it because it's enjoyable and aesthetic the third time you watch it you analyze it and the fourth time you probably analyze it more depending on who the artist is but yeah so i've watched their videos a lot and one of the videos i um i uh like was really paying close attention to so i was like pressing and pause and play pause and play and i figured out what is on the right literally on the writing on the wall so in the alligator video i told you there was text on the walls and i realized that some of the text says the same things that were said elsewhere so the word wrath is on there a lot and the word pride is on there a lot remember wrath is the label on the box of matches shonu's using and pride is the word on the pack of tarot cards that i am is using and so i like looked up a bunch of stuff i analyzed other parts of the video long story short i was like wait is this whole thing like an allusion to not the whole storyline but is one of the storylines like an allusion to the seven deadly sins which are greed lust envy wrath gluttony sloth and pride and they they confirmed in an interview that's what it is i can't believe it i actually got it right so that was really 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 exciting for me and uh 
but there's obviously more to the story. So that's one of the themes. There are several themes like connected um, that go alongside each other. So that was one of them. But I was very excited to get even one theme right. So that's a big part of the video. And like you see that in early videos too, just not as directly. So they didn't have the words like wrath and pride in the first half of this whole saga. It was later on. But like if you look at Shodu's character... Shonu, I think, is, like, representing Wrath, because Wrath, um, you know, that was the word he had on the box matches. Shonu's the one who punched, uh, who was, like, breaking up the fight, but not really, and then he was like, let me punch him. Wrath, it just seems like his label for this series. Um, he's also the one who is seen often with the blue flower, so that's, and the blue flowers throughout the series that started with Hyunwan and kind of worked its way around so that other members interacted with the blue flower in the videos, too. And so that, uh, it almost to me feels like a symbol of peace, so like, and Shonu needs it especially because of the wrath, so like, the peace to like, counteract that sin. Um, and then IM's character is playing video games a lot, and video games, that they all, then they all play together as well, and to me that's a big uh, symbol for just youth in general, and like, being a child, and so for me I think that his like, deadly sin is pride, and because that's what's said in this tarot card, but also, uh, almost like, I feel like um, his character is like, just so proud and like doesn't feel like he needs to grow and change doesn't feel like he needs to grow up is kind of what i drew from that um and so yeah there are a lot of theories about who represents what other sins but those are the most direct ones um there are other theories that i have that are not confirmed but i'm actually feeling pretty confident about my theorizing now so it's a hobby if you're a k-pop fan to do over <laughs> over analyzing and stuff so um but yeah, so basically for me, this, there are a couple of big storylines here. One is the Seven Deadly Sins theme. Um, one to me is about... Um, the one, one of the key moments for uh, me that I saw was when I said Ki Hyun was, was like blindfolded in that music video. And, uh, you know, Min... Uh, or, no, yeah, so Min Hyuk was like left alone after like what seems to be like he was accused of something. Some fans theorized that he was accused of, you know leading uh juhani to the deadly car crash or something like that um but they don't you know that's just a theory um and or just like not you know ignoring wanho as he walks by which seems like a big symbolic moment too um but then there's a um but then you know kihyun basically what i'm trying to say is that kihyun has this moment where he goes up to minghyuk and um this you know sinful person finally has someone to comfort him it's the person who can't see him who doesn't judge him based on what he immediately sees, if that makes sense. Like, he, he might not even know who you went to go comfort because he can't see. Um, so that's kind of a theme there. Um, there, there are so many themes um, woven into it as well. The color blue is obviously so symbolic throughout. Hyunwon has a huge role in this because Hyunwon, obviously, like, it's almost like he's playing dual roles. So I feel like one is, like, future him and one's past him because the timeline's all funky because of that time machine watch. So I think Hyunwon has... Um, like two sides to him one is from the future one's from the past this is all my theorizing it's not confirmed but one is like his confident self who like sits in the throne and was like on top of the balcony and who hands over the watches like i'm controlling time i got this here's how to make your lives better i'm in charge and the other half of the time he's the shown as the weakest member like he's in, in the hospital in and out of the hospital he's clearly depressed there's like a lot going on there um but then, you know, Minghyuk helps him out, and then Ki Hyun helps Minghyuk out, and, you know, then they all, it's, it's, there's so much more I could say about these videos, but the, I think it has to do with relationships overall and how you treat each other and yourself, and just, um, those are kind of the overall lessons I took away from it, and just also the thought of time and 
you know, uh, being careful about what you do in like thinking about what it'll look like in the future and make sure that you're doing things that will lead to the ideal vision of your future, I guess. Controlling what you do and being aware of the consequences of your actions. So I'm very excited because I think the storyline still isn't over. He was still seen with that reverse rain happening. So I feel like there's a lot more gonna, that's going to happen and he's still underwater. So I feel like there needs to be a follow-up. So um, I will keep you posted if we get one. I'll also keep you posted on Wanho's status with the band and if he uh, finally gets justice and rejoins the band and this smear campaign person gets arrested or something. I really hope I have that update next time I see you. So, um, yeah, that was the Monster X dedicated episode of the show. Hopefully it was interesting and kind of showed why they're one of my favorites. Uh, next week, I'm going to have some really exciting episodes. One, I'm going to keep a secret. But one, I will say it's going to look more at some comparisons to some Chinese and Japanese pop artists and how the Japanese and Chinese pop markets are different than the K-pop markets. And I'll talk a lot about like just how their policies and their styles and aesthetics and all of that are different because there are a lot of interesting differences. So that's a little preview of next week. Sorry again for going over. Um, to play us out, this is one of my favorites. It's special by Monsta X, and I will see you next week. Sorry about that.